Gracious Losers Podcast, episode 56. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. 56 episodes, man. It seems like, a lot. We, like just started this thing, but it does seem that way. It's been over a year. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we're uh, we took a week off to I you know, I was pretty burnt out uh just sure. with every, everything. Life and yeah, uh, a lot going with, on. With, yeah, with 2020. And uh so here we are. We're back. Uh so it's been a busy couple weeks in sports in sports yeah um, ton of stuff so, going on i mean first off we just watched uh my braves win game one of the yeah. national league championship series we watched uh our boy justin herbert just about bring the chargers to a victory on monday night football right. yeah um yeah, and then uh there's been a whole lot of injuries in the nfl yeah. and a whole lot of weird stuff going on in the nfl yeah. uh, we have an nba champion um so all kinds of stuff going on casey what are you drinking uh, well, a little bit earlier before we recorded, I, I had a dry hop Pilsner from level level beer called Let's Play, which is pretty, pretty solid Pilsner. I have had it. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite Pilsners. Um, right now I, since I don't have a ton of beer in the house, I'm drinking one of, uh, Michelle's ciders. It's a Ooh. Irish craft cider. It's dry from something called legacy. Uh, 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 sounds fancy. Yeah, it's good. It's just, uh, it's, a, it's really, really easy to drink, uh, dry cider. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. How about yourself? Good. Uh, earlier tonight, I had um, Conceited Genius 2.0 from Wise Man Brewing. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a hazy. Yeah. And it was uh, it was fair. Okay. It was a little more bitter than I like my hazies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed there's a, there's a little bit of a trend of a hazy bitter, and I'm not sure if that's my thing. Like if I want to. If I want a West Coast IPA, I'll get a West Coast IPA. But something about yeah. the hazy bitters is just kind of ugh. Yeah, I agree. I don't love. I agree. And then uh, right now I'm just finishing off a uh, microphone brewing, the microphone solo. Mm, okay. Microphone, 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 microphone. I don't know. Microphone. I don't know. Is it a K? Yeah. M-I-K-E-R. Oh, it's delicious. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like that, that a lot. And then the other night, actually, I meant to tell you, I had a, a new uh, Pilsner from Fort George. Oh, really? What is it? Uh, I'm looking it up right now on Untapped because I checked it in. Where'd you get it? And I thought about your new seasons. Okay. Uh, Melissa got it for me. Hmm. Oh, God, I wish I was better at using Untapped. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's called Rock Paper Sterling. Huh. Okay. I have and to go to new seasons uh, and check it out. It's called a wet hop, uh, okay. Pilsner. But um, I think it's more of like a like a fresh hop. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it was really good. It's uh yeah, it says freshly harvested sterling hops. Great. This wet hop pilsner is the first of three fresh hop beers from Fort George this fall. Fantastic. Um it was fantastic. It was, it. One, it was one of the better pilsners I've had. So great, great. Um yeah, which is not George surprising because yeah, our friends over at Fort George do a great job. Yeah, so, they're pretty solid no matter what they do, pretty much. Absolutely. So um you know, I, I would love to sit here and talk about the Braves for an hour. Um yeah. uh, I definitely don't want to talk about the NBA finals that much for No, I don't I don't either. Um really let's care. just let's just start with <laughs> the, 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 the elephant. Let's start with the elephant in the room here, and that's the the horrible Dak Prescott injury. Sure. Yeah. Such a bummer, um, man. He's had, having such a great year. And you feel for the guy. You really feel for the course, guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like part of me, part of me is like, you know, he did play for the franchise tag, so he made thirty one and a half million. So it's not like he's like struggling. But well, like, I mean, but yeah, he, uh, you know, if there was ever a guy who is the the uh, the carbon copy of consistency, like he's he does everything the right way. He's never really had a bad year. He's never yeah. missed a game. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. He's kind of embodied a lot of what, uh, you know, Dallas has been successful since the post, the sure. post Romo yeah. version of Dallas. And then, uh, and, you know, they, they don't pay him. Yeah. And I think he's just in the NFL in general and, and amongst other quarterbacks, he's kind of underrated that, um, and I think maybe until this year, like he's, he really kind of blew up this year. He's had a ton of weapons, mm-hmm. but, um, I've always felt like he's super underrated as a quarterback, uh, in regards to guys like Mahomes and. Mar Jackson and stuff. I mean, I I think he's pretty close to their level as well. Pretty close, but you know, yeah, I don't think he's too far. Not, not there, but um, still a great quarterback. You know, I think I think there's still a bit of a stigma on him. I don't know if I was if I was needing a quarterback to win a game on a last second drive. I don't think he's my guy. That's possibly true. Yeah. I don't think he's in the top echelon that way. Where I think Mahomes is probably number, arguably number one. Maybe you know one yeah. A. Mm-hmm. And then one B might be, you know, Rogers or Wilson. Yeah. Or, or Brady maybe uh, mm-hmm. still, or well, probably Wilson. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Wilson's yeah. probably the guy. Um, or breeze, even to breeze, a certain extent, sure. breeze can't throw the ball downfield anymore, but he, um, he's, he's still a technician. He still knows, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a handful of guys that I just don't, with the game on the line, I haven't, I don't know. I haven't felt like have won the big one. Mm-hmm. And D- Dak's up there. Uh, Lamar Jackson's up there. Uh, Deshaun Watson's up there. Yeah. So not to say they won't get there. Just, I mean, yeah. for whatever reason, they haven't either been in that position or they haven't done it. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Dak, uh, it was nasty. It was nasty looking. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look forward. <laughs> uh, the injury itself, like when it, as it happened in real time and even in slow-mo, isn't like excruciating. Yeah. Like to watch it, it's not like stomach turning. It's the afterwards where he's holding his leg and he's screaming. Yeah. And, you know, it looks like his foot's coming out of his shoe, but it's his ankle. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's just, sure. you know, it's just one of those. I mean, we've seen a lot of them, honestly, between yeah. like Nurkic and, and Gordon Hayward. Hayward. And yeah. there's been a bunch of the NFL, too, to be fair. Yeah. Um, there's been, I mean, um, Alan Hearns. For the Cowboys, had that really bad one, that really bad one Mm -hmm. where his whole leg just shattered. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, I I, it really it, uh, I hate to dwell on an injury with a guy, but it makes me wonder what next year's quarterback class looks like Mm -hmm. because there's there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be in the market for a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a possibility that Dallas doesn't give Dak a contract. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. I guess there so, is a possibility of that, but I mean, it's Jerry. Jones. I mean, I think, yeah, it's Jerry Jones. <laughs> a lot of it's going to, a lot of it's going to depend on how Andy Dalton plays. Um, <sighs> yeah. As right. the new starter Andy this Dalton. year. Well, I mean like, but yeah, but to be fair, I mean like, fine, I guess there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of backup quarterbacks that would take over Andy Dalton on a short season. No, sure. He's, he's one of the better ones, but I, I, he's, he's not a franchise quarterback though. And he, no, I, no, I, no. Yeah. But if he, but if the, if the Cowboys catch fire and they, you know, they run away with the East and they, they get hot coming into, you know, the, yeah. the playoffs, then like, you know, there's a argument to be made that if, if Dalton plays well, then maybe yeah. Dalton gets, a, you know, I guess a longer so. Deal. I think, he's only 30. I think he's only 30 years old. But, so but I think, but I think their big problem, I mean, I, I don't think Dalton's going to be better than Prescott. Right. Um, so no, no matter how, so no, ma- no matter how good Dalton does, the problem really is the defense there. And Dalton mm-hmm. has nothing to do with that. So I guess if Dalton plays well and they still win games, maybe, but, I mean, they can't stop anybody still. So. Yeah, I mean, is, is Dalton playing defense for him too? Yeah. It's the same argument. There's yeah. there's a lot of a lot of Twitter is going crazy about the 49ers and Garoppolo and saying, well, they can cut Garoppolo and, and only lose two million dollars of money of dead money. Yeah, I mean, he so looks pretty bad. Maybe I'm not saying cut him. cut him, but 
<laughs> he looked pretty well. Rough. And this is the thing. And I, I think that's got to be something they're going to look at next year as quarterback. Cause I don't know if Jimmy G is the, the answer there, but maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. Here, the thing is about, about Garoppolo is From I don't what understand. I, what are, what do people want him to be? Like, yeah. do you want him to be Joe Montana? No, because but I think they I want him like he had an incredibly efficient season last year. Yeah. I mean, a really good year. And for, for I mean, to, to be perfectly honest here, I mean, yeah, they lost the Super Bowl, but like for three and a half quarters, he outplayed Mahomes. Sure. So it's not like, you know, um, the, the thing with this game this last week where they got absolutely throttled by the Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, which is not a sentence you hear very often. No, it's um, not. His, uh, he, so he's coming back from a high ankle sprain. I think they rushed him back too early. Personally, it could be, yeah, very well. Um, and could the, be. The, the one of the things that the quarterbacks who have had high, high ankle sprains is that they they sail throws mm-hmm. because they don't have two solid, you know, pillars yeah. underneath them to, to plant and, and drive. So they sail throws. Both of his interceptions were sailed throws. Sure, yeah. So, you yeah. know, um, yeah. that stinks. <laughs> they say yeah. he's going to play this week, and of course, they play against the Rams and Aaron Donald, who just sacked Alex Smith four times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Alex Smith, Cal Allen, whoever I don't know, you know, was a combo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah um, and, and to be fair, uh, his first two games weren't too bad. I mean, uh, Garoppolo, yeah, no, he wasn't bad. The thing is, there, there's much larger issues in San Francisco sure. than Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the defense is completely banged up. Like yeah. you, you, well, you already <laughs> lost Bosa right in the beginning of the year. You lost Bosa in the beginning of the year. D Ford hasn't really played for the other pass rusher on that that edge. They miss DeForest Buckner a lot more than people let on. Uh, Kinlaw's been really good, but Kinlaw's yeah, but not pressuring not... the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same way that um, Buckner was. The same way that Buckner was. Yeah, um, and then Richard Sherman got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like he's not getting better as fast as they were hoping. Um, yeah. You know, Fred Warner was on the COVID list. He actually came back and played week one and seemed to be playing fine. So I'm not too concerned about that or using that as an excuse. But the defense has been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's it's honestly it's it's not uncommon. Yeah, when Miami puts 43 on you, that's not oh, great. Yeah, well, it's magic, man. He does this every now and then. You know, he does. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will take away from that Miami game: Devontae Parker is a legit number one receiver in the NFL. He's good. Yeah, he is good. He's good. We, I mean, we both thought he was garbage well, he did, yeah he i was a fan yeah i was a fan of him when he came out and uh I, you always tend to give like receivers a couple years to, to mm-hmm. you know um if they show something for you but i mean i think God, i'd have to look at, at I mean, when did he come into the nfl it was this like his fifth fifth year um i think uh, it's I think his so? fifth year um yeah i think so and, and he's just kind of now hit last year just just started hitting last year and then um, I, I don't know. I think every single year he who would always have some sort of soft tissue injury and he just didn't look like he cared too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think a lot of people were out on him, but the talent's always been there. Um, and he, uh, and you see a lot of times receivers that have talent and that start off so slowly, they kind of fade away and then never become anything. But, but he's kind of the exception. It seems that he actually, uh, 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 played to, to to his talent level so that that's good good for him and and that's 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 good for the dolphins too yeah yeah the dolphins i uh you know it's funny with the dolphins I, part of me wants him to, to bench fitz fitzpatrick and play to a 
because I want to see what Tua can do. I'd but love the, other to see what me, Tua can do. the other part of me is just like, you know what? Like there, there's a lot worse things in the world than having Tua sit on the bench yeah, for a year. No, I agree. Learn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I totally get right. It sounds I mean, like he's one hundred percent healthy and all, but why not hold him off? Hold him off even more. I mean, Fitzpatrick's playing fine. Miami's winning games, and just kind of like Mahomes. It Mahomes worked set. for Mahomes. Yeah. It worked for Rodgers. It's mm-hmm. it's worked for a few different quarterbacks. Yeah. So I agree. Why not hold him off? I mean, it's going to be his team eventually, but absolutely uh, probably I mean, next year. If you don't, know, unless Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins just totally crash, and 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 you, we see this from Fitzpatrick also. It's like he'll have like four or five great games, and then he'll have two or three just just absolute horrible, horrible. Oh, games. there's a there's a stinker coming. So that's gonna happen. There's definitely a stinker <laughs> coming with with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's and he's also one of the one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. You know, a top five backup guy because he can come in and start and play well and whatnot. But well, uh, and even more even more so than that than the playing well is that he's been on what like seven or eight teams and yeah. like every team he's been on he's like the locker room loves him sure yeah and that's great he's a good dude yeah like that's just, great. you know and, and it's you great. Need those guys in the locker it's great room. for a guy like Tua too so absolutely um yeah the future is bright for Miami I like a lot of what yeah. they have going on um this is yeah. Parker's sixth season by the way sixth man yeah I know right <laughs> I mean I guess I'm not really that surprised by it like he's been good for like two and a half he, he's been good for one and a half I thought he came on late that that, that year, two years uh, ago. No, well, he played eleven games and he only had a three hundred nine yards. So no. Okay, so last year was kind of the flash. Last year was last year was twelve hundred or something. Yeah, twelve hundred yeah, yards, nine touchdowns. He was all right year two, but um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah, I, just, well, I just looked him up there. He looks good. I mean, he, he does. Is, You're right. He looks good. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the rookies because I know sure. you're big. You're, you're big on the rookies with fantasy in the dynasty leagues that we're in. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to like, want to pick your brain on on some of the rookie running backs and then some of the rookie receivers. Okay. Because that's something we haven't really circled back on in a while. So the rookie running backs, I think both of I, both of us were pretty committed to Jonathan Taylor as the best mm-hmm. of the bunch this I think year. So. Um, and you could make arguments that maybe he still is. Um. I saw today that the the Colts are using him in less than fifty percent of snaps, which doesn't make any sense to me. Sure, I don't think I think he was used a lot more this last game, though. I don't think Wilkins had any touches. I don't know about uh, Hines, but I thought Hines had a bunch of touches. He or might have, but they got behind. Touches, I think they snaps. got behind pretty fast. And what's that? It was snaps, not snaps. touches. Though. Okay, yeah, yeah snaps is what, yeah. I don't that um, I don't know. I don't know about this, but you're right. It had been uh, half and half with even Wilkins getting some some snaps the last yeah, few weeks, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No, he was a lot more productive, but they were they got behind, and I think he didn't play as much in the second half because of that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with him there. I, I think over as the as the year goes on, they're going to use him more and more. I would imagine. I would hope so. I would sure um, hope so. Yeah. He's had, from what I've seen so far, is he's had some issues uh, with finding the hole properly, which was never a problem at Wisconsin. I think he might be thinking too much, so he's kind of dancing a little bit behind the line and not getting mm-hmm. super committed, and maybe not reading the 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 line and the holes as well as he can. So I so I think you might see a thing with like him, like with Miles Sanders last year, where. Uh, Miles Sanders had had that kind of dancing issues and, and issues in the first half of the year. Where we're like, I don't know if this guy has it. And then um, yeah, obviously, was, obviously they're different was, running backs, but yeah. I but I think that Taylor is going to get more comfortable. Um, and, I, and I really would hope that Frank Reich would uh, let the guy like get get a good feel for for the game and like really really let him um, 
uh, get some momentum because it seems like he he might play like a series and they pull him. It's like let this guy let this guy get some momentum. Let him let him get a few a uh, few uh, drives in a row and then and then see where you're at. But I don't know. I agree. I mean, I, everything you're saying, I totally agree with. Um, I don't understand why you why you invest in a guy. I mean, I, I, I get if he was splitting time with Marlon Mack. Sure. Oh, yeah. That would make more totally, sense to me. That would totally make sense to me as well. But it doesn't make sense splitting time with with Jordan Wilkins. Mm-mm, not at all. That doesn't make sense. Um, how do you feel about the other rookie running backs? There's the, I mean, we all know that Edwards Alaire is Yeah, Alaire will get his. And, he, he's, and been, he's looked fine. He's looked fine. He hasn't looked as and explosive. I, I, he's not. He's not this like incredible like no. next you know next great thing like everyone thought. I think he's he's fine. Yeah, especially after week one, he was. Uh, people yeah. really thought he was going to be like you know the star. Um, I think he'll fine, be fine. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like, that's kind of what it was expected. Like yeah. he's going to get usage. He's in Kansas City, especially sure. with Damian Williams opting out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the other rookie running backs though? Like we haven't seen a whole lot of J.K. Dobbins. No, we've seen flashes here and there out of Cam Akers. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's start with Dobbins, I guess. Um, what Baltimore's been pretty weird with the running back so far. I talking like dynasty. Mm-hmm. I think obviously Dobbins is like a guy you would love in the future. I think he's going to be utilized a lot more next year because again, like Taylor, I agree. Dobbins is a second round pick, so I mean he, they're going to use him. Um, I, I, I'd have to look at who they played a lot last game. I don't even think they played Ingram a lot. Did they play Edwards a lot? I'm not really sure, but they've been splitting times between Ingram, Edwards, and uh, Dobbins, and I don't think Dobbins got... It was a cluster. Yeah, it was a cluster. Dobbins didn't get a ton of touches last game, but he did... I think he had one rush for like 20 yards, 30 yards or something like that, and he he had a catch, but I'm not too worried about him long-term. I mean, if you're in a redraft redraft league and you have Dobbins, uh, yeah, I mean, you probably don't need to... You probably cut him. ...roster him, yeah. Yeah, um, but keep an eye on him. I, I think maybe at some point later in the year he might start getting more touches because, like we saw in the the first game, he had those two touchdowns, and then mm-hmm. um, I think he's had some some possible uh, pass protection issues, like a lot of rookies might. Um, but I, I think you see him getting more snaps and touches as the season goes on, like a lot yeah. of rookies will. Same with Acres. I think uh, Acres obviously had touches that first couple games, and then he got hurt with the ribs. Um, sounds like he's going to be back for next game. And uh, he's already being talked up as uh, as getting as getting snaps and getting into that mix. That's a whole nother backfield I wouldn't touch. Like with uh, Henderson yeah. kind of blowing up yeah. and playing well, and Acres. I don't want and, any of them. Um, yeah, I don't want any of them. No, I especially don't want Malcolm Brown. But yes, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want any of them. Other than dynasty wise, Acres and maybe Henderson. Who knows if he you know pops somewhere else or or whatnot? But yeah, yeah, yeah the then, other. Rick- and then James Robinson. James Robinson, the, yeah. The undrafted rookie. And the Jags love him, apparently. They're, 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 they use him so much, and they're talking about how uh, this last game they're going to use him more in the second half, and I think they did. But I, I don't. I think he got pretty bottled up. I don't know if it was – I didn't watch the game, but I don't. I doubt it was really his issue there. It's probably just the Jags. But um, there's a, That team has a lot of issues. They do have a lot of issues. I'm going to reiterate the fact that it seems like the Jags love him and – all the issues they have, I don't see them focusing on running back next year in any draft. Although I'm sure they'll draft for depth, but I don't think they're taking like a running back in the first round. So personally, I see Robinson as, as being a guy that could be, depending on how the rest of the season go, being a guy that, that plays pretty well next year as well. I'm betting on that rather than the other the other side of that, that they're going to yeah, I could, back. Yeah, I could early. absolutely. I'm starting to buy more into... The, the fact that he might actually be a long-term solution. Yeah, I mean, if he wasn't, um, they'd be they'd be playing 
everybody else they have more. I mean, I guess they don't really have anybody else because uh, Requel Armstead is still on the COVID list, which is crazy. Yeah, and uh, funky. Right? Zingbo, who got a lot of buzz in the offseason, is also is still on the IR with like an, an ankle or something like that, knee or whatever. But they seem to like uh, talking them up, so so I, I would continue to ride that. And yeah, I guess my question about the Jags is like, are they actually going to get? Think good enough to where Robinson really is like really fantasy relevant because I don't know. But the thing is, they he's fine use, now. They use him. Like, they use him like all throughout. They I don't think Chris Thompson really even had that many snaps. So they they've been behind and losing, and he's been you know in a few leagues I'm in, he has like 10, 11 fancy points. So so in games like that, that's still not that bad. On his that's like his kind of his floor right now is ten or eleven. Um, and, yeah. and if there's a game where they play where they come out and score some points and and they're closer than then you know i think it's going to be a lot better for them whether or not that happens often but i th- i think ceil- uh floor wise he's not that bad for a running back yeah i'm i'm surprised honestly. so am i yeah i'm really so surprised I. I thought it was gonna be a flash in the pan like he had a couple good games and then he'd fade away and he still could he still suppose, could but i just don't uh the only way if he was still could is because that jags defense still isn't very good and they're banged up sure on yeah. top of it i mean miles mm-hmm. jack's banged up and um Josh Allen's banged up now, so like they don't really have much depth. Yeah, on that defense, and they, I mean, granted, the, the saving grace for if you're a fantasy player and yet you, you have Robinson on your roster is that they are using him in the pass game, mm-hmm. and Minshew's checking down to him quite a bit. Um, it's just that the luster is kind of worn off of all things Jacksonville at this point. Sure. Where like and I don't think anyone's looking at kinda... no one's really looking at Minshew like okay, no, like, no. Like he's a replacement it's level fine. player. Yes, he is. And uh, I just wonder how many other players are actually replacement level players who just they don't have anybody else. You know, that's, like Chris Conley. True. You know, mm-hmm. okay. You know, Conley or uh, yeah, uh, D.D. Westbrook. You know, like, he wasn't really playing much uh, this well, year. Yeah, right? he's been a- inactive almost all, the whole year, I believe. Yeah, even uh, that other rookie's getting time. Colin something Johnson. Colin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And Chenault looks good. He he seems to be the guy. Like uh, other than um, Shark, who's hurt now. Um, he he looks like the real deal. So, um, yeah, it's it's confusing because Chenault seems like the exact kind of player that would really thrive in a Jay Gruden type system. Because yeah. Gruden was a great offensive coordinator. He's the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville now, and they, they yeah. they're starting to give him the ball more, but like not as much as yeah. you should. Yeah. Like he, I, I mean, I think he's their most explosive offensive player, maybe as outside of DJ Shark, but. Yeah. Um, anyway, th- how about the rookie receivers? Because there's there's a whole bunch of there rookie receivers of rookie this year, receiver. yeah. and I think you can kind of go back and forth and and left and right about who who's been the best so far. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to argue. C.D. Lamb hasn't been the best, yeah, of the yeah. bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh boy, does T. Higgins look good? T. Higgins look very good, yeah. And uh, Justin Jefferson looks real good. Jefferson Higgins, uh, um, C.D. Lamb looks good. Judy looks all right. Well, Judy's Judy, to be fair, Judy's had I think three and, or four different quarterbacks throwing the ball. Of, yeah, and bad, all bad quarterbacks too. But he he's yeah. made some nice grabs, and I, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you could go down the list of receivers. There, there's a ton of great ones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I said, Ayuk has looked good. Uh, I mean, uh, Claypool who oh, destroyed this last game. I mean, so that was pretty impressive. The um, only thing I'll say about Claypool is a little bit of that might be a little. I mean, like the the massive breakout. That's a little fool's gold. Only because Deontay Johnson was hurt. Sure, so I mean, one less, one less, also, one less target. Claypool has shown in the last, the previous three, four games that 
he can be a guy that can be relied on and has made some really great grabs. Uh, but yes, yeah. you're right. Johnson. Was I think, out, he, I think he, time, I think he eclipses players. Them. So what's that? He eclipses Deontay soon. Probably. Deontay is, he, he's not sure handed. No, he's not. And, and people love him all over fantasy Twitter, but I'll tell yeah. you, like I had one share of him and I sold it quick. Yeah. And he's small too. He's kind of small. He's, doesn't he's, mean, that doesn't mean anything, but he doesn't have like yeah. that. He doesn't have the he doesn't have like the breakaway speed that a lot of guys that smaller dudes have. Uh, he's a good route runner, but he also doesn't like you said. He doesn't have the hands that are quite elite to a, a guy that's smaller as well. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm. I've never really been sold on Deontay Johnson. So. I agree. I'm the same way. To other guys, uh, like uh, Ruggs had a big game, but I think Ruggs is going to be a guy who is going to be like this. He'll have a couple really big, huge games, like Deshaun yeah, Jackson. I, type. I'm starting to warm up to Ruggs, though. But I, I like Ruggs too. I'm. I'm I, half and half. I worry about his hands a little, just kind of the same way. Like he, he kind of he lets the ball come into his uh, pads a lot. I know. Yeah. Even that big that big touchdown, he he wasn't like a good catch. It was kind of like a awkward catch that kind of hit him. Right. it wasn't yeah. yeah um we haven't seen Regor yet really he got hurt uh a lot of people love him i don't know I, i'm kind of I, I don't really know much about him enough to to know if i think he's going to be good or not i i can't i mean put jalen hurts in the game he might be good I mean, maybe Wentz, yeah when's sure it doesn't look good yeah. so i mean no besides sure. this this random uh, uh palam or well, no no not uh what's his name uh, I don't, I don't know his name. uh it starts with an f Fulgram, uh, Fulgram, something like that. Yeah, Travis Fulgram, something like that. Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. And then cool. who else we got? We got Pittman, who I, I really like Pittman as well. And yeah, he, he got, got hurt, hurt too. Um, um, so I could see him, you know, towards the end of the year, maybe, maybe uh, coming in because he, he was kind of starting to get used more and more. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I imagine if he hadn't got hurt, we might be talking about him some more. Um, Brian There's Edwards, the... Mims. Uh yeah yeah well has Mims even played a snap yet? No he's he's been on the IR since the start of the year. Yeah um and Edwards got hurt. Edwards got hurt as well. Uh Tyler Johnson finally played for the Buccaneers and looked pretty good. He did look good. Yeah I agree. Um Devernay's looked fantastic. Dever mm-hmm. Devin Devernay Devernay for uh, yeah. Baltimore uh, for Baltimore yeah. and they're using them kind of kind of similar to how Pittsburgh's using Claypool honestly they're kind of like moving him all over the yeah. field and mm-hmm. uh they ran some sweeps with him and and um. Yeah, he's Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Davis, Buffalo. Oof, boy, uh, that guy has flashed to where he looks like an incredible receiver. I just don't see how he is fantasy relevant. He might not be this year. Yeah, he might not be. You know, I, I wonder. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the, the rookies have been man. fantastic. Yeah. The rookie tight ends have been absolutely god awful, except for Harrison Bryant. Yeah, that was kind of uh, <laughs> that was kind of to be seen. I mean, uh, to be predicted. I rookie tight ends in general aren't great, but this class was known as. Kind cool of Komet. The, yeah, Komet has done nothing. Troutman has done nothing. Yeah. Um, Jesus, I can't even think of it. Harrison Bryant's looked great. It's just like they have, a, has. they have a, a gazillion tight ends on that. They have a lot of tight team. ends. They have a lot of weapons. Um, and they don't really, uh, Intel Chubb got her. They don't really pass a ton either. So, but I think, no. I think he's going to be good at some point down the line. I agree. So this we're four weeks into this season now, almost four full weeks. We have a, a random Tuesday game because of COVID mm-hmm. and the Titans not oh, being yeah. able to, we'll you see, know. Hopefully. Uh, well, they had no no positive test today. Yeah. So hopefully none tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. I, as a fantasy commissioner in one four leagues, I really, really want this game to happen because I do not want to fix mm-hmm. like four leagues worth of <laughs> of uh, mm-hmm. rosters, but that's okay. No, I. I hear you. I probably should. I, I hear you. I think it was I want it to happen because I, the only chance I have of winning one of the leagues we're in together is if uh, Johnny Smith and Devin Singletary have big games. Sure. Yeah. So 
and they might uh, which Donald Smith might because might, yeah. the, the, no AJ Brown, no Corey Davis. Yeah. And um, no yeah. Uh, Matt Milano on the on the uh yeah. in the line and he's usually a guy who guards the the tight end so. Yeah. Oh, and no Adam Humphrey. So there's literally no one to throw the ball to sure. except for Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Um I think AJ Brown is playing though. Is he playing? I thought I, he was I'm pretty, pretty sure he practiced full on uh oh, okay. Saturday. So they they say he's questionable, but I I'm I would gather he's probably playing. Unless he tests positive for COVID. Unless he tests positive, but still, that I mean, you're down, still down, like you said, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys. So I mean, yeah, it's it's AJ Brown who's been out a couple of weeks and Joni Smith. Yeah, the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills are playing Monday Monday afternoon next week. Is that right? Weird. Like two, Cause right? Because yeah, and then the Cardinals Cowboys is the the Monday night game. That's very strange. Interesting. Um, so, okay. So what I was trying to get to when I was uh, saying this though was, um, so we're, we're about four weeks into the season. Like what are the big surprises you've seen, whether it's a like, fantasy breakout or a fantasy like dud, or whether it's the team that's been better or worse than you expect? Like what, what's been surprising to you? What has been surprising? Um, you're putting me on the spot. I didn't think of this. Let's see. Let me think. Not there hasn't been a ton other than the Vikings being one and four is kind of surprising. I thought they'd be better. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Falcons obviously own five and firing Oof. Dan Quinn rightfully. Um, woof, woof is right. Yeah, <laughs> um, woof. Other than that, I don't know. And the Niners, but I mean, that's kind of predicted because they've been pretty banged up, but mm-hmm. everything else seems I, I'm sure I'm missing something. I mean, what do you got? Is there anything surprising to you? Yeah, what you got. Oh, there you go. Get that one out. Oh, I'll see if I remember that. I might even not, I might not even edit that out. I might just leave that in. Leave for that in. Why not? Yeah. Um. Honestly, the biggest surprises for me so far have been um. How good Cleveland's been? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're four and one. They have been pretty um, good. Which I mean, I've been very vocal about my uh, disdain for the Cleveland Browns. Um. Sure. But I'll tell you, like. They they're finally doing the things that, you know. I mean, both of us have said like the the way you can win with that roster is this yeah. is to not let Baker Mayfield make mistakes, mm-hmm. and you put him in in good situations, and it turns out he's not bad. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not good, um, but he's not bad. No, but he's not losing games. Yeah, no, he's not losing games. He's not losing. He's not losing games for you. Mm-hmm. Is the thing, and that's where they were last year. Is that they were this putting him in positions where he was throwing interceptions left and right because they weren't there. They weren't running plays. They weren't running plays where his receivers were, you know, you know, quick slants and things like that to get open. And they were rolling him right. Every single play (laughs) into the pass rush. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll see how long that they, uh, they hold up. Yeah. Uh, winning games with no Nick Chubb. Cause I think you, that hurts this week. You kind of saw Indianapolis took away cream hunt on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And Baker had to throw. And had luckily, throw. luckily the Colts are an incredibly overrated team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Other things that have surprised me uh, so far. I'm surprised how bad the Saints have been. Yeah, they haven't looked great. Other I'm than surprised the how tonight. good the Raiders have been. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but and, that's about it. Yeah. Honestly, I think everything else has kind of been chalk. I guess like the Vikings is surprising. Yeah. Um the Vikings like not just not being able to close out a game has been yeah. pretty surprising. And I'm I'm honestly I'm a little surprised the Packers have been so dominant. Yeah. 
Like they've been very uh, dominant. Yeah, they looked like the Packers of uh, several years ago, and the yeah. Aaron Rodgers of several years ago. So, yeah, uh, I just Robert Tanyan is a is a shock to me. I don't sure. know if that's sustainable or not. But I don't know. Once Adams come back, it maybe won't be. I don't know how long Lazard will be out. But if once they both come back, I, it seems like it's he's probably going to be utilized still, though. I I wouldn't be too surprised because they don't have a ton of weapons. It's going to be Jones. It's going to be Adams. It's going to be Lazard. If, I don't know about his core injury. And then I would guess Tony would be the guy after that because I can't I mean, even name other than MVS. You know? Yeah. Who's been fine this year? Honestly. Yeah, he's fine. But he's not great. Um, well, I mean, he's just he's a third he receiver. He yeah, he's a yeah. he's a deep threat kind of guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I just. Uh... Nothing. I mean, nothing else really surprising, I guess. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's been pretty. I mean, for the most part, the good teams that you assumed were going to be good were good, and the teams that you yep. assumed were going to be bad were pretty bad. Yeah. Um, different levels of that. I think some teams have looked more dominant than you expected. The Buffalo Bills have looked better than I think people thought they would. Their offense, especially, it's been great. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins gosh. are a little better than I thought they would be. The Dolphins are competitive. Yeah, they look actually. They're like they're pretty decent team. The, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are competitive. Um, the Jets are easily the worst team in the league. That's, that's about right. <laughs> it sure looks like everybody in the AFC South doesn't want to win. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right too. Um, so we'll see how that works out. I mean, Tennessee's actively like spreading COVID, and yeah. uh, the Jags are horrible. Yeah, and I Texans, mean, and same with the, the Texans got rid of Bill O'Brien, so yeah. who knows? And same with the NFC East. It seems like nobody there wants to win either. Oh man. <laughs> And Honestly, that that's that might be my biggest surprise is how incredibly bad Carson Wentz has been. Because he like for as much as I've like talked like, mess about Carson Wentz on this podcast is like he was really good as a rookie. He's at least been semi efficient. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. I mean, he has a lot of flaws in his game. Um. Mainly, he doesn't like the slide. Yeah. Which is this, that's just a, a dumb move. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I don't. You had the whole comment about his footwork being off. Yeah, in that whole thing, our last episode, mm-hmm. and um, I got to watch a little bit of the, his his game this week, and sure. I don't know if it was his, his feet or if it was the lack of arm strength or if he just hasn't really have anyone to throw the ball to or what. But I'll tell you, man, like he looks as bad as any starting quarterback in the league. Yeah, um, I think he leads the league in interceptions this year. Yeah, so he far. might. He might. And I think second might be Philip Rivers because Philip Rivers has no business being a quarterback in the NFL at no, this point. And they have no career. good backups either. Well, you don't know. Jacob Eason could be good. He could be, but it must say something that he's the third on the depth chart. He's he's uh, inactive every single week. It doesn't say a lot to me because it, it, Frank Reich. Frank Reich's not going to bench Rivers. He's an old time. He's yeah. an old timey player, and and he's going to keep. Uh, he's going to keep Rivers there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm not shocked by that but that offense is is absolutely horrible it's yeah. horrendous um they have no deep threats rivers can't throw the ball deep anymore anyway no. uh, they have no receiver that can get separation that's where they needed Pittman. Yeah. they need well they needed Pittman and they needed paris campbell yep and then yeah and they both got Campbell's out for the year Pittman should be back but yeah yeah Oof. woof that is woof um let's let's switch gears let's talk about basketball real quick so um okay. the, the blazers are officially zero and zero we're tied for first in the west all right yeah right um you know, nowhere to go but up, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Lakers won the title. I don't think anyone's too shocked by that. I would um, hope not. <laughs> it seems I'll tell like you what. Obvious. I mean, the, the 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 Heat fought like hell. They did, and I wish that Bam and and Dragic would not have gotten hurt because maybe we would have had a game seven. 
Seven yeah, Bam series. played. Bam played though, and Bam didn't he get hurt? The wasn't he out game two and three? He was out in game two, just two. He, okay, yeah, he played the rest of the series. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he he played fine. It's just uh, Jimmy Butler can't do it all himself. No, he can't. That's right. And I mean, he damn near tried. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the Heat have nowhere to go but up though. I mean, they're young and they're going to get better and better yeah, and better. I agree. Um, yeah, super good team. Whereas the Lakers might end up regressing, and and the the elephant yeah. in the room that no one keeps talking about is that Anthony Davis can opt out if he wants, mm-hmm. yeah, and go get more money, yeah, and he might or do try that. to get more money. And I, why not? He has a ring. Sure, I agree. I hope I mean, so. He, uh, does he like to play with LeBron, <laughs> or does he like to play somewhere else? You know, yeah. back home in Chicago, maybe. Yeah, maybe um, with a new coach and whatnot. Have they hired a coach? Have they, well, they will hire a coach. Have they? I don't know. I don't think they have yet. Have they? Um, yeah, they did. They hired Billy Donovan. There you go. Yeah. Oh, he's fine, I guess. <laughs> he's better than uh, the guy who was there before. No, then, so, are, so are we. And the guy who was there before that. So <laughs> he's been their best coach there for quite a while, I think. <laughs> right? He's better than the last five guys. Probably until not named Thibodeau. Jackson. Oh, not Thibodeau's not great either. Oh, I mean, that team was good, though, with Derrick Rose. That one team, yes. That one uh, That one team, sure. Thibodeau actually was really successful in Chicago. It's just when he, he left was. Chicago is when it went downhill. When he left and then, yeah. Um, But, hey, he's got a job again, too. So. Yes, he does. What, Knicks, right? The Knicks. Oh, <laughs> that's just such a Knicks the hire. The Knicks. Perfect. You see these stories on uh, on Twitter saying like the Knicks are you know targeting Donovan Mitchell and it's like what <laughs> no what makes you there, think man. a what makes you think that you can have the assets to trade for Donovan Mitchell yeah and b what makes you think he's gonna leave Utah yeah mm-hmm. like why why would he why would he do that um yeah that's <laughs> that's crazy um yeah so I mean NBA I, I don't think they've even finalized the calendar so I don't even think they've finalized when the draft is or when the yeah. next season starts sure. so it's kind of yeah. all up in limbo um yeah. I I'm sure they're doing so, they're gonna do some what, one-on-one workouts at some point with the rookies and such I'm sure I feel like um, the draft has been set anyway we, I think it's November or something yeah um I really hope that they they just use their heads and put it in a bubble yeah and, I mean, and they don't should. I mean I think I they know. will. It's so successful. I don't see why they wouldn't. November eighteenth. November eighteenth. Wow, that's coming up. It's only that's like a month away. Pretty quick, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have nothing else to say about basketball because I just I, I feel I feel like the wind has been taken out of my sails with the Lakers winning the title. Yeah, I agree. The last. Yeah, I agree. I wasn't super interested in the last couple of just kinda series. Just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then baseball. Your A's uh, your A's fell short against the Astros, which yeah, is did. horrible. But they got through a series. Yeah, they got through a series. Their pitching it's, looked pretty rough in that, that series. Their bullpen especially. But the starters Yeah, which is either. weird because their bullpen's been fantastic. I know. It's just such a bummer. I really... It, uh, <laughs> I mean, Houston's a great hitting team, but... Um, I thought it'd be a, I thought it'd be a little better better of a series than that, but that's okay. I thought so too. And um, I mean, the other thing about Oakland too is their best player was out. Yeah, that's true. You know, Matt Chapman. Yeah. So very true. So just keep that in mind. Um, but my Braves yeah. on the other side are six and zero in the playoffs so far. Yeah, they uh, they swept Cincinnati. They swept the Marlins, and now they're up one nothing on the Dodgers uh, today. 
was the first playoff game they've allowed a run. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Yeah. That's very weird. <laughs> no, it's not the first playoff game they allowed a run. That's that's not true. Okay. It's yeah. uh, they had four of the first five were shutouts. That's crazy. They're playing yeah, really four well. of the first five were shutouts. That's great. So. The perfect time, man. Uh, yeah, well, the young pitching too. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, Freed's 20, 26. Yeah. Freed's 26. He's the ace. Anderson's 21. And I think Wright's 22. Yeah. And those are the three starters. So, and I don't know what happens in game four. I don't know who they, what, what they're going to do. Yeah. But uh, uh, just bullpen by committee, I guess. Sure. Why not? Just, just, you just, know, just hold them off. Hope, hope for a win, and, and if you don't win, then you got your uh, yeah. your ace. You get two innings. You get two innings. You get two innings. Yeah. <laughs> you sure. know, I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, Adam Duvall, their left fielder, got hurt today. He swung super hard and pulled the muscle in his back. Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, so that's gonna be an itch, an issue. They uh, they use the the kid Christian Pache, who's their uh, their next big thing in the minors. Mm-hmm. Um, their number one prospect, honestly. Uh, none of the Cunhas, a major leaguer and a rookie of the year. But uh, Pache, they put him out in center to cover for Duvall, and he he drew a couple walks and he played good defense. And then when they you know things got tight late in the game, they pinch hit for him, mm-hmm. which worries me because like I mean let the kids spin the bat. Sure, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I uh, tomorrow's gonna be an interesting match. I mean, you guys are probably gonna listen to, if you listen to this, you're gonna be listening to this when this game's probably over. But it's uh, the kid Ian Anderson against Clayton Kershaw. Just, yeah, I mean. Here we go. I mean, yeah, playoff sure. baseball. There's nothing yeah. better. It's exciting. But Kershaw's known as being pretty awful in the playoffs, though. He's been really good this year, though. Has he been good this year? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I think he's. I think he had like 12 strikeouts his first playoff game huh. this year. Good for yeah. him, I guess. Uh, I always like Kershaw, to be yeah. honest with you. I don't like the Dodgers, but I've always liked Kershaw. Sure. He, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's always been kind of a bummer that he's been such an ace in the in the regular season. Yeah. But has, has he plays the game the right way. Sure. Um, from what I've seen, another uh, revelation though I, I found with baseball is that they had uh, during the Braves Marlins series on FS1, the um, the color commentators AJ Przinsky always does it, and he was such a, a dick of a baseball player, yeah, uh, but a fantastic announcer. Is he? Huh. And then they had Adam Wainwright, who just got eliminated in the playoffs from the Cardinals, and he's uh, he was drafted. He's from Atlanta, and he got drafted by the Braves, uh, and then traded away. But he was incredible. Hearing yeah. him like break down pitching sure. was it was great. Like yeah. I feel like I learned. I mean, I, I know baseball fairly well. I feel like I learned a ton listening that's, to him. That's great. That's always great for an announcer to be. Um, to be the Tony Romo thing, player. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Tony Romo thing. Sure. Uh, Lewis Riddick is kind of like that on Monday Night Football now. I don't know if you've listened to much of Monday Night Football in the commentary, but like Lewis yeah, Riddick is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really good. Um, one more thing about the Braves uh, yeah. is that. That that last home run, you were you were kind of watching it. I was the last two innings. I watched pretty much all the uh, way through. So that the Albies home run, did you see where it landed? I didn't see exactly where it landed. No, but it was a shot. <laughs> he hit it into the Braves bullpen, and Melanson, who was the closer for the Braves, who was getting ready to come in, caught the ball. Nice, that's awesome. <laughs> like I, I can't remember ever seeing someone hit a home run into the bullpen, yeah. and the closer catches the ball. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, on the fly, just like boop, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> It's just, uh, it's a, it's, it's awesome, man. I'm super excited. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm rooting super for excited. Him. This team, this feels special. So, yeah. um, so you've been watching anything cool? What's up? God, what have I watched? We, yeah, I, I've been trying to watch a lot of new, new movies, not new movies, like movies that, that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, new to you. Yeah. I, I don't remember if I mentioned that I watched California Split, which is a Robert Altman movie. 
Um, I, I love Robert Altman in general. Uh, and that movie is, is, is pretty enjoyable. If you like Robert Altman kind of meandering, uh, it's just about like poker mm. and about these two dudes. One of them's, uh, Elliot Gould and, uh, God, what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, George Seagal. Uh, mm. and yeah, they're just like gamblers, kind of hustlers. And, and, uh, it's, it's really enjoyable. Well done. And then, sh- uh, shell went, uh, car camping for the weekend and I was with the boys by myself uh, for the weekend and which means I got to watch movies at night that she wouldn't want to watch so I watched another album movie called Images which was like a like his his diving into a, a horror genre um, I think the only thing he really did other than like three women maybe have been kind of like that but um, just weird creepy kind of uh, I, it's even it's hard to explain, but it's it's a great movie and a great kind of all minish horror movie um, from the late sixties, early seventies that, that I think a lot of people don't know anything about. But yeah, it's I've never good. heard of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much about this uh, woman who could be schizophrenic, um, but but she has these three men that are kind of in her life and they weirdly interchange. So like one moment, one will be. It's hard, really hard to explain, but it's really kind of creepy and uh, super well done. Um, and then, yeah, it's a little Hitchcocky, but it's, it's like really out there. It's, it's, it gets pretty out there. Um, but it is a bit described. It sounds very Hitchcock. It is a bit Hitchcocky, but it, like I said, it's, it's like, uh, it's like, it, it's hard to tell if what she is experiencing is reality or if, um, like Mm. what, what is reality? What isn't reality? It's kind of like, if you ever saw mother, it's a bit like, I could tell that mother kind of took a little bit like from that, not like the uh, um, environmental stuff, but like just the weird, like mm-hmm. tense house stuff. Um, and then we watched uh, Where Eagles Dare a couple nights ago, nice. which is like just a good, like killing Nazis kind of movie from yeah. the 60s. It was super enjoyable. What about you? We watched The Notebook. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I had never seen it. So I haven't seen uh, it either. Melissa had said, like, you know, I know it's not your bag, but it's it's so good. Yeah. So we watched it and it was actually pretty really? good. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm not a big romance movie guy. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely it, it kept my attention. I mean, part of that's because Rachel McAdams is absolutely stunning. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but I'm a sucker for Ryan Gosling. I think he's a really good actor. So Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, and it worked out. It, it, the movie was pretty good, honestly. It wasn't, you know, I, it's definitely not one of my favorite movies, but I definitely thought it was, you know, Enjoyable. not a waste of time. Sure. Uh, by any means. And then um, we started making the new movie list. So we decided that Great. what we had with our little movie list, uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, then you know, Melissa and I, and then the Casey and Shell now have um, kind of gone through and like kind of made lists of, uh, you know, movies with certain genres or certain criteria. And, you know, you go back and forth and watch them, gives you something to watch. So you're not just sitting there scrolling, looking for a movie forever. Um, but we tried to switch up the, the categories quite a bit. So that was our next thing, our newest thing. Mm-hmm. And um, we haven't quite filled out the list yet, but uh, we, she's been really wanting me to watch Night on Earth for a long time. Oh, yeah. Which is the Jim Jarmusch, um, Great. you know, early 90s. Um, it was fantastic. It was really good. I mean, like, oh, you watched it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jim Jarm. The thing with Jim Jarmusch movies in general is they're generally not about a lot. Like, there's not like a common theme. It's just not kind really. of a. They're just kind of you know, there's, you know, 
almost like short stories. A lot of them are really, I mean, like, sure. and like that on Earth especially one, that, yeah, not on Earth especially, yes, yeah. but um, I think it's like five, like pretty much short stories. Of- yeah, it's five, uh, and I, I wouldn't even say they're short stories to be honest with you. I think they're just, I mean, they're um, just little vignettes or little, little uh, like, yeah, like little clips of you know people's lives at certain times, and and uh, it's been so long since I've seen it, but it's like just like little. Sh- yeah, snaps into people's uh, experiences at night on Earth somewhere, right? Yeah, all in one night, yeah, and, all, in one and night. all over the all over the country. Um, really excellently cast. Yeah, Winona Ryder. Sure. Uh, back in I think it was ninety one when the movie came out. So, uh, Winona Ryder was in it. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who's like in oh really everything. Gosh. And so long as I've, yeah, interesting. Uh, he's the second story, the New York story. He's okay. the one that's trying to hail the cab to, to Brooklyn. He gets in the cab with the East German guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. The East German guy who's the clown, who's that's in right. Rosie Perez, right. gets yeah. in the cab, and yep. it's, it's oh, my God, it's so good. That's right. <laughs> that's, that was my favorite of the, of the five stories. Yeah. I like the, the last one in Sweden for some reason. I don't know why. In Finland? In, in Finland, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. It's a good um, movie. Movie. Yeah, I was I was really happy about it. Um, I mean, things that I'm going to make her watch mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. we've uh, kind of planned it out. I'm, I'm going to make her watch John Wick three for sure. Sure, I still haven't seen that. Uh, and then one of the categories we're going to have is like something the other person has not seen. Great. And like she was very clear. She's like, "There's no veto on this. Like, you get this is your chance to oh, put wow. something in there." So I was like, "Well, I'm going to torture you. We're going to do Fast Five. <laughs> uh, so right. we're going to watch. We're going to watch uh, Fast and the Furious five. Cool. Um, yeah, she hasn't she hasn't filled that up for me, so I don't know what she's gonna get me back with. But that's great. That's, that, that's fun. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's good though. She's she just got done watching um, Utopia, which is an Amazon series. Okay. Um, about a pandemic. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she thought it was really excellent, so I'm gonna try to check that out on on my free time, so that when season two comes out, we can watch it together. Sure. Um. But other than that, I haven't I haven't gotten any farther on Lovecraft Country. Um, you know, we watch Saturday Night Live when it comes on. Yeah, which has been pretty boring. I've been watching the debates because I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, what are you doing, man? I watched about two minutes uh, of the vice yeah. presidential debates, and I was like, and now I gotta I have to turn this off. Oh, the VP debate was actually fine. It was, was it? The, it was the presidential one that was. Horrible. Yeah, well, yeah, that was horrible. Sure, I mean, other than the the fly on Pence's head, I just I don't know. Maybe I just came in in a in, in a bad moment, but it was like the, I just I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't. I'm I'm a big fan of Kamala Harris. Sure, I, I do. Yeah. I am too. It was, it was the question. It may have been the question, then they both like dodged it, and it was just ugh. I don't know. Oh, they're dodging for sure. She's, of course, but she's I'm not playing stuff safe for sure. I mean, she was she was playing it. She was halfway playing it safe and halfway. There's still that stigma of a woman of color can't. No, that's fine. Yeah, aggressive. You know, I I totally so, get that. It was, it was it wasn't it was just just too much. I mean, I already know. Who no, I'm I get supporting. it. I already know who I'm supporting, so it's like I don't need to watch the debates oh, unless I want to get I just, angry. Like, I just I, wanted to. I just wanted to hear if there was any kind of, uh, you know. Any, any, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, man. I don't know either. Uh, any kind of like soundbite. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, any, sure. any, any soundbite. There was, there was really. the fly. It was that, that was the soundbite. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, it was that and the, it was that like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking now. I'm talking oh, now. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, and Biden had a soundbite too. Won't you, won't you <laughs> shut up, man? Wasn't like that you it? just shut up, man. <laughs> and he called him a clown at one point. Did he call him a clown? Well, that's um, I will say the one thing about the first. I don't know if you watched the first debate. I did or not. not watch the first debate. Not he, even. So Trump, Trump made it a point to really attack Biden's kids. 
That's nice. And if you know anything about Joe Biden, he lost his first wife um, and his daughter in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where uh, I think it was. Oh, God, now I might get this wrong. I don't remember if it was Bo or Hunter was in the car. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but basically, Bo, Bo died yeah. as well. Bo's died now, mm-hmm. and Hunter had a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, a, not horribly uncommon for someone who's been raised in money, who's lost many loved ones, and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, to, to you know, medicate somehow. No, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and, and there was a point where he... You know, very, very solemnly, like said, you know, I'm proud of my son. Yeah. Like, I'm proud of my son. And like, I, I don't know, I, it got me being, you know, a dad. Sure. Two boys. I was like, goddamn right. You're proud of your son. Yeah. Like, and yeah. And it's obviously something that a guy like Trump can't feel because no. I don't think he tre- feels much of anything. I think he's just a narcissist. His, no, uh, he's a narcissist. Uh, but yeah. 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 Well, that's, so. that's good. I, 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 as much as I have. Uh, Biden has his, you know, whatever. We don't have to talk about that. But uh, I mean, I'm gonna, vote for, I'm gonna vote for Biden. Obviously, yeah. there's there's flaws. Every the thing is, every candidate has a flaw. Sure. Whether sure. whether whether you're super liberal, whether you're super conservative, and we know that Biden's flaw, flaw isn't isn't gonna be that he's gonna be a fascist. That that we know that <laughs> we know that the country won't dive into fascism when Biden is elected. Exactly. Like we know that at, really at the absolute worst with, with Joe Biden is we end up in, you know, closer to the middle and you know what? I'll take closer to the middle right now for mm-hmm. four years sure. because we've gone so far off the damn rails that maybe playing it straight down the middle might not be the worst thing. Yeah. Well, no, it, won't, it won't be the worst thing. Sure. Yeah. Oh man, this has been your hot politics talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone's listening to us as a, uh, well, whatever. Anyway, yes. Yeah, you can add that sentence there. No one's listening to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anyone's listening to I us. I think Brendan might still be listening. I don't know. I'd have to ask him, but. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is, this is our first episode that we, uh, we're switching over to, to Anchor to host our podcast. Um, Anchor's going to be able to distribute it a lot of different ways. I'm not trying to do a, an ad copy or anything for Anchor right now. You're going to get one of those in weeks to come yeah. <laughs> um, but uh uh but uh, anchor you know at least pushes this out a lot of different ways where sure. when we were hosting on squarespace we kind of had to you know work hard to set up all the distribution mm-hmm. of the podcast this kind of does it all in one touch and um you know it, it's um it should be a lot easier for us to to really check out the metrics anchors owned by spotify yeah. Um, so we're going to get a lot more metrics about like listenership and who is actually listening and where they are and how old they are and all that stuff. So that's cool. Um, so that'll be cool. So that's also a conversation that you guys probably don't care about. So, <laughs> so thanks for be- still being here yeah. though. At, uh, yeah, an thanks, hour. For, thanks for listening, Brendan and Brandon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all we got for you this week. Shout out to the stubborn lovers for letting us use their music for the intro outro. You can find us on Twitter at CW McGrath. That's Casey at Volcom pancake. That's me at losers. Gracious. That's the podcast. Um, email us at losers. <laughs> losers gracious i see i'm at stuck in my head gracious losers podcast at gmail.com if you have any ideas about what you want to hear on the show um you can find us anywhere you find your podcast apple spotify stitcher google uh leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts. helps people around the world find us and uh give us a listen and that whew, was a mouthful and that's all we got for the 56th 
episode 56. 56. My God. Yeah. It's a good number of them. It's, it's, a, it's a good number. That's <laughs> that's a solid 56, maybe more hours of uh, of us rambling. Probably that's a little awesome. more. <laughs> Definitely a little more. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.